When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to episode 402 of Fourth and John. I'm Gail Saunders here with Evan Hollywood Hearn and Mr. Primo, aka Prime, in the building. And today, talking about a uh, you know, someone else's Super Bowl, perhaps you might heard the you know the 49ers and the Chiefs are playing. We're talking about the Eagles going to Brazil, and we got oh. some uh, we got some new coaches in the uh, in the nest, and some that have left the nest. But uh, it's been a couple couple weeks since we chatted up. I mean, our last podcast together was very somber. I think I think we we're all in our feels. I think some uh, some Radiohead may have been playing in the background or. Some something emo, but I, I feel like, uh, you know, we, we could reflect on uh, the time the Eagles went to the Super Bowl last year. Like we, were, we were preparing for a 300 plus party at the, at the Hard Rock, yeah. which was also a sad moment because uh, the Eagles lost to the Chiefs. Um, but uh, overall, I mean, how, how are you guys feeling? How, how, you, how have you guys been the last couple of weeks? I mean, if it's any consolation, uh, I was able to get over uh, the Eagles end of season a lot easier this year than I was last year, because for me, the writing was on the wall uh, the, the last like month and a half of the season. We kind of all felt which direction this Eagles team was heading in. Uh, there's been a lot of Eagles that have been talking on, uh, you know, Radio Row and and all these interviews during the Super Bowl talking about how things kind of fell apart. And we all saw it ourselves with our own eyeballs. So, um, yeah, when we lost that Super Bowl, if we were going down memory lane there, that one hurt. That one that one dug deep right here, man, when we lost that Super Bowl. Uh, as as I feel about this Eagles team where that season just ended, I'm completely over it, man. It, it is what it is. I'm on to the next thing. Uh, we got, you know, let's pray that Joel's knee is, uh, is good to go. And, uh, you know, we got Phillies baseball starting up soon. But it is what it is, birds. It's, it's more of the same. Uh, I wish I could feel the same way you feel, Evan. But I'm gonna be, you know, honest, man. Um, you know, I, I, the one thing, yeah, well, the one, yeah, the one thing I could just tell you is that it's been nice and relaxing for the past um month. Um, been catching up with a lot of stuff, a lot of sleep, uh, a lot of activities with my kids, my wife. Shout out to you know to Autumn for uh, putting up with that season that the you goat. Know, we just went through. Autumn but, the goat. Um, yeah. Um. But besides all that, uh, I got one more game, man. One this this Sunday. Once this game is over, and then it's on to the 
on to the next season. Um, I can't sit here and tell you that I completely forgot about it. And it definitely doesn't help with all the talk that's been going on this, you know, past couple of days, you know, leading up to the big game on Sunday. Um, you know, they're starting to bring back stuff that, you know, I try to put behind me as well. But when it keeps being brought back up, it's kind of hard to forget. So, you know, I mean, that's just me being honest with you guys. Um, yeah. it, it's rough. Uh, it definitely is rough. Um, but, hey, look, uh, I'm I'm with you. I'm ready to move on. I'm ready to move on, but I'm just not there yet. So I'm ready to get to that point. Um, and, you know, if you guys haven't noticed, I'm I'm all about making changes. I've made changes down here, ready to go. Started, you know, I'm starting from fresh. So on Sunday. Like Eagles came to me. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, different <laughs> spot. Moved some things around. Added a few things. Um, took some people down. Took some people down. Stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, Is that uh, number yeah. 11 still above you? Uh, he's still he's still no nah, he's not not at all um but uh yeah man i'm i'm ready to you know i mean start from fresh and uh you know get on with the new season we got a new uh oc new dc um you know so ready to get to work and see what these guys are all about and definitely redeem ourselves from the stupidity that we just you know went through this past season so you know ready to get back to work now now it is it is what it is like I, as much as uh it sucks to to see um you know, our team not in it. Uh, they, they, they gave up a, a great performance in the first half of the season. Um, there's things that we talked about on this pod about, you know, like some nuggets of information that we got about from a, 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 form, a, for a player who said that all the all the coaches had to go. You know, as we're, as we're seeing, there are a lot of coaches going out the door. But um, just looking – just listening to a lot of the guys on Super Bowl Media Row, they kind of give you like a little – peek behind the um, curtain with um, the way they're being very transparent. You heard Lane Johnson talk about uh, the 49ers in my opening to our last podcast said week 13, the Eagles got punched in the mouth and they never recovered. Um, It's pretty apparent now that the players are saying it, that they didn't have a plan after that. Um, And then you you, like, um, and Lane, Lane is, Lane is, he's very like when he says it, he just is like, this is what it is, you know? Um, I know he said he didn't like the way that they handled things down the road. What did you guys think of Lane's talk? Um, to be honest, I, I kind of am all for all of the guys that have kind of come out and say, said something, whether it be Lane, whether it be Britton Covet. Like, I, appreci- I appreciate as a fan the transparency and just kind of validating what we were all thinking. Um, it's when we, uh, when Nick Bosa had those comments after the Eagles game talking about how. You know, they were the ones that kind of exposed, um, you know, the Eagles game plan and their scheme and all that. We kind of sat here like, yeah, right. okay, yeah. Like you guys got lucky. Um, But to have the Eagles, you know, one of the the core four guys um, kind of validate that that's exactly what happened. And with more time that passed in the season, that that's what it felt like as well. Um, I appreciate the transparency at the very least. I don't like that. That's what happened. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, I'm I'm glad at the very least that they're able to call a spade a spade and recognize mm-hmm. uh, that you know they were found out. And yeah. the, the thing that bothers me the most is that um, I'm I'm curious with everybody in the chat as well. Like uh, where are our heads right now with with sticking with Sirianni? Because um, there's been a lot of players that have come out. I'm not saying they're they're the players are coming out in an anti-Sirianni way, but they're coming out in a very clear. You know, we were found out and we've made no adjustments whatsoever. To me, that falls on the head coach. So, 
Um, I definitely go ahead. Go. Ahead. No, I was just gonna say, you know, uh, you know that statement that we we were always told when we were kids, and, and you know, leading into our our livelihoods. But the truth hurts, man, and that's just the thing. The truth that's been coming out this past week from our players, key players, you know, sideline players, whatever. Um, the truth is just what's hurting right now. Knowing that what what transpired in that locker room, knowing that ever since that 49ers game, these guys fell apart and they were never able to go ahead and recover from that. It sucks, you know, um, and definitely sucks even more knowing that it's coming from somebody we, you know, from a team that we we despised um, going into, into last season. Um, so, you know, the fact that they were the ones that, you know, pretty much were the reason for our downfall uh, playing wise, it, it just, it, it, it bothers the shit out of me. And that's why it's kind of hard to kind of like get over, you know, this season. And because they're still playing, still got to see their, their asses and, and they're in the big game. So, you know, that, that's just me, you know what I mean? That's just me speaking on my behalf, like why it bothers me so much, but it is what it is, man. And, um, you know, um, I, I don't know, Ev, like uh, to touch upon the whole Nick Sirianni thing, like it's, it's, it's an up and down situation. Um, and again, I'm just speaking on my behalf. Um, I, I, you know, the guy, the guy has led us to, you know, good seasons, um, playoffs, and all that stuff. And you know, he's done a couple of things that you know other wonderful coaches that have coached this team have not been able to do. So it, it's it's mixed emotions. Um, but all I can say is that you know, truthfully, sitting here and telling you that we got to go into next season, uh, putting that all behind us and seeing what this man is really all about because the changes have been made. And now I am going to just say going into the 24, 25 season, there's no excuses, no excuses. So we'll see what happens. I mean, again, I just want to make it clear that that's just me speaking on my behalf. And I think Sirianni has a, uh, I mean, the, the target is on, on his fully on his back because uh, he's one of the, you know, besides Stoutland, still, they're still trying to figure out some things with the coaching staff, but, um, there's a lot of new pieces in here. Obviously, he's he's uh, tied at the hip with Howie, so I, I believe it's the Trinity with uh, Howie and um, Lurie by his side, and they're guiding him along this way. So I feel like he's definitely on the hot seat, says Todd. So I mean, I, I feel that, but um, I, I definitely think uh, you know to get back to playing Super Bowl caliber um, football, it's going to take uh, the players in the locker room to gel and really, um, you know. Bring it together. Now, if you listen to uh, Britton Covey in his um, Super Bowl media role interview, he, he kind of he was very transparent. And uh, some of the some of the fans like uh, uh, Mercer was talking about uh, why are they dragging uh, Covey for uh, they wanted some insight. Now people are complaining about that. You know, basically, uh, to sum it up, he was pretty much, you know, he he, he was saying that you can't blame one specific person but it's it's pretty much the totality of the group and um but the the one thing that was weird to me when he was saying that uh the outside noise taking you know uh a different tone in the locker room like if the way they were feeding into the outside noise now what kind of outside noise was that and what specifically hit hit them in the heart where I don't know where it was where it was coming from. Was it the media? Uh, obviously, the media will always drag some shit up. The stuff right before the playoffs—it's it, always the media thing. But um, what, what would you guys think about uh, Britton Covey? 
I think that there's a lot of people out here that want to be mad at Britton Covey simply because he is a punt returner and he had something to say, but it falls in the same sort of realm of what I just said about Lane Johnson. It's a player that's within the locker room and he's being open and transparent about what happened. I I, I think that everybody that is a part of that gets a right to share their opinion. So uh, people that are upset with Britton Covey, but in the other hand, uh, you know, thankful that Lane Johnson is the is saying what he's saying it's it's kind of hypocritical to me yeah um yeah uh, uh, the fact that Britton Covey is you know just speaking on it and and they're going after somebody like you know him uh I don't know it, it's you know I'm, I'm not mad at the at the kid for uh, speaking his mind um he ain't say nothing bad he ain't say nothing good I mean he just pretty much spoke on on what he knows and you know I mean try to keep it as as um you know, to to the point as much as possible, and you know he kept it plain, quick, simple when you know when asked the question. So, uh, the way you know the fans, uh, you know the people on social media, these reporters, the way they're attacking the whole situation, I think they're out to make it more bigger than what they had to. But you know, and they, and they're trying to they're trying to still kind of like you know egg him on to get something else out of him, and I don't think there's anything else to tell. I think he's told everything that he needed to tell. So I don't. I, I don't know how far they're trying to go with this situation, but, you know, I just wish they would just leave it alone and just let us get on with, you know, re- re- regrouping and recovering what we have to do and be better, you know, this upcoming season. Breaking news, A.J. Brown uh, just posted something on Instagram and then he just took it down. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> that's that's the kind of level, that's the level of reporting we're getting these days in terms of, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's just what it is. It's just what it is. Uh, you know, there's just other news. We're going to get the Super Bowl talk in, in, in a few, but there's there's been some other breaking news. Uh, you know, Quinn asked the, the dying question here, y'all hitting Brazil. Uh, the Eagles, I don't know if it's a gift or a curse. Um, I don't know how you – it could be a curse to your bank account. But the Eagles are going to Brazil. Uh, September 6, 2024. Uh, the birds take over and Brazil is happening. Uh, check out Philly sports trips. They're taking a deposit only. Uh, there'll be more details on that. So if you guys are looking to go to Brazil, I know some people are crazy in the chat. Evans, Evans got frugal gang face written oh. all over his face. Listen, I, I am all for going to Brazil, but it uh, like, I'm not letting a, a little secret out. I hope someone from my company is watching this shit. I'm looking for a new job by summer. So if wow, I land that new this thing guy. and I, I start making some more paper, that'd be nice. But uh, the way that my bank account reckless. is currently set up, Brazil isn't in the plans. <laughs> reckless, guy. This guy's reckless. I don't give a shit. Fuck this guy. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Hey, hey we got to have a talk with Ev. Yeah. Uh, we just, you know, we just. But, I mean, how, how do you feel, uh, Primo? Uh, you know, I, I'm not even going to get on this subject as of yet. I'm not ready to even talk about Brazil. But, you know, it's an honor. It's an honor to, uh, that they gave the, the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, I, I Again, another situation I had mixed emotions about, you know, the last time Brazil is no joke. Um, it's it's a crazy, crazy country. Uh, they are well known for, you know, soccer and everything. Exactly. And they're, they're dedicated fans when it comes to that sport. Um outside sports uh doesn't really doesn't really go well i mean they're known for not very you know going very well with outside sports so i don't know man um i think it's good financially for the country but 
Uh, other than that, it's it's a risk. Um, it Y'all ever play on favela on Call of Duty? <laughs> it's it's that but i mean you think about you think about the uh, what was it the olympics or you know one of the yeah it was there rio yeah it was there you know shit went crazy um and then you know you saw the 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 stories after the you know the rio um olympics and you, you see the shit that transpired while it was going on after it went on so it's just like i don't know man um counterpoint it sounds, right. it sounds the beaches going. I, I I was watching uh I was watching a lot of vlogs on Sao Paulo yesterday and mm-hmm. people who live there and I was getting you know different you know just getting intel because I got to do my intel on Rio now I just I, like I said on Twitter I am I wasn't prepared for this um nobody was <laughs> how many uh how many Philadelphians from the Northeast are going to be pronouncing that uh, city as Sao Paulo Antonio. <laughs> That's gonna be the escape go for sure. <laughs> <laughs> the birds are going to Sao Paulo, Antonio, Brazil. All I know is they better have a fucking cheesesteak down there. That's you know, like they don't even have a fucking good cheesesteak down there. Nah, bro. I don't even know about that one. I don't know. Well, maybe a cheesesteak with how do you make a Brazilian cheesesteak? What that what would that consist of? I know that the Brazilians have their steakhouses throughout throughout Philadelphia. So I mean yeah. I love I love a Brazilian steakhouse. So do I. Um, yeah. I go I, I, I go to Fernandez. If you're in Newark area, Fernandez, it's so good. Come out with the sword, you know. Yeah. And anyway, but food talk very early in the pod. But um, so round of hands. Who's going? Who wants to go to Brazil? Raise your hand. I mean, want to or? Yeah, want to. Want to want for to. sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> I just want to get a gauge, you know, get a gauge. Uh, shout out to Trox. He says, uh, if the players gave up on coaches, and that's the head coach's job, Brazil, he says he, he has a peach emoji, eye emoji, and a shade emoji. <laughs> uh, he says, hope the Chiefs embarrass the whiners. Love you. Love you too, Trox. Um, I don't know. I, I, think, uh, I think it's great for the – the brand of the sport in the NFL, like we're get to, we're one one of the first games to be played in South America. Uh, the first game to be played in South America, right? So that's pretty. That's I mean, pretty cool. if you're there are Brazilian Eagles podcasts, they've already reached out. They said they can't wait for a Fourth and John tailgate in Brazil. I'd like to see that happen. I don't know how it's going to happen, but maybe. Um, Evan can dance up, uh, dress up in some, some, uh, some Brazilian garb. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Make his cheesesteaks. <laughs> yeah. I can get down with that. I can get down with that. Uh, Los- coconuts or something. Loski playing some Brazilian beats. I don't know how that works. We'll see. Um, but talking about uh, the Super Bowl game on a scale of one to ten. Where are we pumped up for this game? Are you? I'm. I'm usually pumped up for the Super Bowl every year. I'm not gonna lie. This will be the first year that I'm. I'm in. I'm kind of in my feels. I'm not really pumped up about Super Bowl. I'm not in my feels. Uh, I, I will say that I'm definitely rooting for the Chiefs over the Niners. Like that's not even a question. Um, but like, if you're asking me my excitement level for this game, it is much lower than than other 
previous years. Um, probably around the same excitement level as I had for the Patriots Rams Super Bowl uh, immediately after the Eagles ones. Like, I, I just didn't care really. Um, so I, I would say I'm sitting at, a, at like a six out of ten as far as excitement. It's, wow. it's still the Super Bowl, man. It's still uh-huh. the Super Bowl. Like I'm, I'm, it's, I'm still excited to see it. And I, I'm not sure if you guys or anybody else in the chat has had this thought as well, but like it, it clicked for me um, just last Saturday where I was like, you know, every I do this every single year where I'm sitting here. I'm like, the season just goes by so fast because I remember like week one, like it was yesterday. And then you like, you're thinking in week one, you're like, all right, we got the whole season ahead of us. And last Saturday I was sitting there. I was like, we got one game left and then it's just a long drought until September. Um, so I had that thought. I, that's why, that's why I, I'm sitting at a six. I still got one game of football to watch. Nah, I mean, I, I'm good, man. I'm at a one. I mean, my bad. I'm sorry. I'm at a <laughs> one. Um, uh, yeah. The, you know, the hell with both those teams. I mean, I'm, I'm going for the chiefs too. The last time I felt like this was probably the giants Patriots game. The, the whole uh, Tyreek, bubblegum catch um game you know didn't want to see the one of those teams win but somebody had a win and you know it was the giants so um but yeah that's where i'm at uh, i'm I, I got invited to my brother-in-law's to see the game and eh, i think i'll probably this will probably be the one time i'm gonna go all out and maybe play around with the kids while everybody else watches football <laughs> I'm not, yeah i'm not i'm not really beat for this one man um it is what it is i mean i ended up uh getting into some football pools just you know for shits and giggles but you know we'll see what happens other than that i don't know i haven't i haven't really seen i haven't really been into football you know so it started it started way way earlier than me for me uh dalton asked does brazil have hearns cheesesteaks though (laughs) they don't not yet shout out to 302 podcast i mean um you're gonna have to put some seasoning because they might they might step to your grill i'm like hey might have to flavor that up. Oh, they're gonna have the flavor for you. They'll walk up with the flavor. But yes, everyone would do their research on YouTube and figure out some things if, it, if it's the place to be in Brazil. Yeah, I mean, just think about it. Years from now, you'd be like, that time we went to Brazil though, and watched the cool. Eagles game. That's and I cool. someone someone asked me, like, yo, but what if we lose? I'm like, I don't even think that way, first of all. But second of all, just think about this is your yearly vacation, and you're taking it to Brazil. And there happens to be an Eagles game. I've always wanted to go to Brazil. And to be honest, I mean, while we're, while we're on the topic, if, if it's if it's traveled by Philly sports trips, I mean, I've never had a bad Philly sports trips trip. They, they do it upright. So I, tr- I trust my man Vince. <laughs> oh, jeez. Jeez. Now, uh, you know, I'm thinking about the Super Bowl, I've kind of like morphed my uh, fandom into um, rooting for Uncle Andy mm-hmm. and the Chiefs. I can I can get down with the Kelsey brother on that team because I, I feel like he's a Hall of Fame talent. I, I can get down with Mama Kelsey being there and what she brings to the table. Um, I like I like Pacheco. Um, I like uh, my coworker's cousin is. Sneed, who we could we could use a cornerback. Uh, there's a lot of rooting points for the Chiefs, mm-hmm. but that's just me. What's that you? I mean, I'm kind of in the same boat. Uh, if I'm being completely real with you, I'm going to say something that probably is going to piss some people off. Um, get used to it. It's what we do. <laughs> what we do. Um, dude, I really don't 
I understand why people uh, get upset with Pat Mahomes as far as like him complaining about calls and stuff, but I don't hate Pat Mahomes. Like I don't sit here and have some like burning hate in my heart for Pat Mahomes. He beat us in the Super Bowl, yeah, but I mean, someone had to win that game. We had to go up against somebody, and I don't think uh, I think Pat Mahomes is one of the greats, and we're watching him become that before our eyes, and like. Uh, just like all the p- people that I think are LeBron haters are kind of silly because I'm just like, just appreciate greatness while it's in front of you. Like, it's just what it is. Um, so I I don't have any problem with uh, Pat Mahomes continuing to build on his legacy, especially because I don't want the Niners to to build on their legacy at all. I, like Brock Purdy, all that. There's no one likable on that team. I, I, I can get behind Uncle Andy. I don't have any disdain in my heart for Pat Mahomes. I'd be fine with it. <laughs> um. Besides Pat, I'm rooting for everybody else. I'm a I'm a Pat hater. I don't like that. <laughs> um, yeah, but you know there there is a quarterback needed to play the game, and you know I get it. It's him. Um, yeah, not gonna get into details on what bothers me about Pat, but I'm just not a Pat fan. So uh, it is what it is. But you know, I mean, I'm definitely rooting for the Chiefs because you know I'm with you, Evan. I don't want these 49ers to win, man. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know. We have a choice we have to make, and, you know, I'm going to go with, uh, you know, Uncle Andy and, and his squad to go ahead and win another one and just enjoy this rock. So it's a trinity on the Andy Reid coaching, uh, former coach love. I get it. Uncle Andy is Uncle Andy, but in terms of uh, Mahomes, hey, man, we're witnessing. We're Spags, witnessing. Spags, yeah. But um, we're witnessing greatness with Mahomes. Like, I don't like, you know, at the end of the day, like, it's great quarterback play. That's what you like to see. That's what the NFL is really about. Uh, the quarterback play has been tremendous, I think. Uh, and my other thing about, you know, we beat the Chiefs. The Eagles beat the Chiefs. We were there in the cold rain. We saw them win the game. We also lost to the 49ers. So, obviously, we're going to root against them. But just in the level of playoff performance and bringing your game to a next level, I respect the Chiefs for, like, actually elevating their game as the playoffs progressed. Um, and that's what you like to see. Like my whole thing about, you know, when I try to think, try to think about the Eagles, I'm like, which player is going to be the big time player that makes big time plays consistently to get us to the next level. And I think you see some of their guys, their big money guys come up big. So I have to, I got a hat tip them for that. I uh, also, I'm not sure if you guys had the uh, the same sort of PTSD that I had the other day, but when Sky Moore got activated off the IR, or I just I had a little shot in my heart thinking about that uh, that pre-snap motion touchdown that he had uh, versus the Eagles in the Super Bowl. Because I, I, I a little bit of background, I in the beginning of last season drafted Sky Moore as like a a flyer pick in my fantasy football league. He didn't do jack shit all year. And then my man scores against the Eagles uh, at a pivotal (laughs) point. I was like, typical, man. Um, But yeah, I'm not sure if you guys heard. I I, I see people already talking about the the Taylor Swift angle. But um, do you hear that they have uh, they've left one um, private jet hangar available all of them are, are taken right now in vegas uh at the vegas airport however they left one open in the event that taylor swift can make it royal family bullshit bro. supposedly she's a she's ahead in the future doing a concert then she's coming back in the time and be back yeah, in yeah, yeah. The she's Bowl, gonna man. be in like japan or some shit right yeah that's what i'm saying she's got a concert in japan then she's got to be back for the super bowl 
She'll be there. Yeah, she will. But like, like some of those, like uh, some of the people, I think Helene, Helene was talking about uh, Usher. Usher is another rooting point. If you can get down, you Usher, you guys Usher. Uh, I'm down. Listen, man, I'm down, bro. Usher. Uh, you got I your got, roller skates on. You know, I, you slide another, into the room. Another, another note. I got. You know, what I mean, I got kids because of Usher. <laughs> this guy with the candles and usher okay i like that uh sean says uh gail since being down to senior bowl what linebackers are we getting edge i think we're gonna get we're gonna end up getting a day three linebacker and then we're gonna get we're gonna get a free agent linebacker to add to the mix i think so i think so um Let's see. Um, other 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 storylines. Um, this could be the first time a team wins back to back in 19, 19 years. Yeah, nineteen years. That's a long. I because I, you think the Chiefs. I'm, in my head, I thought they won back to back, but they did not. No, they did. Um, no, but uh, I mean that kind of speaks to what I was saying earlier about like uh, comparing Pat Mahomes to. To, to Brady in, in an earlier kind of aspect because, I mean, who was that quarterback that went back-to-back the last time? It's Tommy B, bro. Um, so he's kind of – how many times has Pat Mahomes been the Super Bowl? He's only been in the league for, like, what, six years? It's saying, like this, his third time he's in the Super Bowl. This is crazy. This is crazy. Like this, this, this is, is greatness. Is, like, we're is, watching it. Like, I thought this was – I think this is his – Yeah, it might be his fourth time. He lost Fifth, one. Honestly. Yeah. He won two. He lost one, and this is his fourth one. All right, so four. Yeah, yeah. I, that's that's greatness. And 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 the first and the first one was against the Patriots, or was it against San Fran? No, I mean he had the AFC Championship. I'm sorry, the AFC Championship against the Patriots to get to his first Super Bowl. That's what it was, and that's when they did the comparison between him and Tom Brady. Yeah, he lost. He lost to the Bucks, right? Was it that Super Bowl? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Tampa Bay. He, Tampa he Bay. still That's found crazy. a way to lose to Brady, just not the Pats. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, Mr. Rome says, uh, I won't lie, guys. An Eagles tailgate in Brazil would probably require some kind of NDA to sign. I'll, I'll gladly sign. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. It's going to be it's 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 going to be a serious um procedure just to get to the into that trip. You know, what I mean, like paperwork all that stuff like you know what i mean so if y'all you go know, you got a passport get, you gotta get a visa and a passport yeah, it's i mean it's just not passports it's, you know what i mean it's just like background i don't know man i i i've never really been out of the island like out of the country like that so i mean you, you almost called the u.s an island yeah <laughs> uh you know i guess i guess somebody like you know like our sis helena you know what i mean she could chime in she could tell us what it's like i don't know man but I hear, mm-hmm. I hear it's a, it's a it's a process, you know what I mean. So, my brother, my my brother went to Brazil. Yeah, he had a great time. He said he loved it. His pictures phenomenal. I'm sure, I'm sure Dwayne had a good time in Brazil. He did. You should see, you see his photos. Sure are pretty pretty amazing. Uh, he went he went around the time like when uh, Pharrell came out with that uh, beautiful song mm. with uh, with Snoop Dogg. I was like, bro. And he went to the steps, took a photo in front of the steps, so that, shot that video. I was like. Don't rub it in. Mm, mm, mm. Don't rub it in. Um, now, Paul asked this question. Uh, did the Chiefs really up their game, or was it more one team decided to choke against them? 
Well, there was two I, teams that actually choked because, I mean, if you really think about it, these guys would have played their game the way they should have and finished off strong. It could have been Detroit and Baltimore in the in the Super Bowl right now. But, I mean, uh. I'm not I'm not trying to completely <laughs> glaze on my man. Pat, <laughs> but let, let's let's be real here. I think it's just an it factor type thing. I think that like um, when you have a it factor type QB, he carries you to to victory. Um, and that's, I mean, we, we've seen it with Pat Mahomes as far as like, he ends up losing Tyree kill and his best wide receiver, arguably the best wide receiver in the league. And he ended up putting up a career year the year after that. And now, uh, you know, another year after that, he's back in the Super Bowl and he's, he's doing it with subpar, uh, wide receivers. Obviously he's got a hall of fame tight end, one of the best tight ends ever, but Did you guys I mean, see that? Did you guys see that somebody stated that when Kansas City wins on Sunday, Travis is going to the 50-yard line and getting on a knee? <laughs> that, that would be – come on. I mean, talking about from a from a, <laughs> a love story epic. That, getting, getting – getting, but then, then you're – It's saying a damn Disney movie. I know. I, I know that. Because then you're making it more about you than the, the team. team. Yeah. So – but I'm sure Taylor Swift would love that, and her PR group would probably love that. What? Taylor Swift? I, I'm like, are you? It is what Taylor it is. Swift out. Yeah. There's, <laughs> there's Taylor. There's Taylor Swift conspiracy theory. It's it's running what rampant on the uh, internet. Uh, I was cracking up at. Uh, I saw something um, a week or two ago that was talking about. Uh, someone online was suggesting if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, should Taylor Swift get a Super Bowl ring? And there was just some Chiefs fan in the comments. He's like, I've been a season ticket holder for 22 years. How about I get a fucking ring? That'd be some shit, though, man. Yo, I think, I think, I think, I think, um, I think, uh, Pat Mahomes deserves a ring dealing with all his, his family has caused, they've done is, uh, so much. Um, you know they've they've done everything to try to embarrass this dude over the last couple of years. Whether his brother, his his his, his wife, uh, and his dad got arrested recently. Yeah, I saw which that. is crazy. And then some reporters like, oh, "How did you feel about that?" What do you? Have? Obviously, not happy. My dad got arrested. Um, also, you guys see the. Uh, Speaking of Brittany Mahomes, that she was also in the news for she got selected for the swimsuit edition, Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition. I'm not sure if you saw that, Gail. I thought Sports Illustrated was going out of business. I thought so too. Well, now's the time. Uh, but she got selected for the the swimsuit edition. Yeah, she got she got selected after it went out of business. I'm, I'm going to say something that might upset some people, but I think she fits in there <laughs> pretty well. <laughs> I think she found. Why did, why did I see that? I saw that coming. Too. I was like, well, "All right." I'm sorry, Pat Mahomes. I was unfamiliar with your game. Oh, jeez. Stop. Um, so, uh, our Super Bowl predictions. Um, I'll go with you uh, at first. Your your um, prediction, score prediction. Um. So honestly, I think it is going to be. Um, I think it's going to be a close game. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say um, 28. No, I'm sorry. I'm going to say 27 to 21 uh, Chiefs win. Okay, 20, 21 Chiefs. 
27-21, pal. 27-21, Chiefs. Atlanta's 27-16, Chiefs. Paul from the other side of the pond is uh, 24, 49ers 27. What say you? I'm going to go 27-14. I think, uh, you know, it's going to be real tight going into the, into the second half. And then um, I think Spags is going to go ahead and make the adjustments like he did. Yeah, like he did against Baltimore. So, um, yeah, I think, you know, they're going to give him a game. They're going to get the fans what they want first half. And then the second half, you know, I mean, it's going to be something totally different. So, we'll see. Uh, Pete Nathan chimes in, 32-29 Chiefs. Um, I'm going to go uh, – I want to say 20 uh, – I'm going to say 31-27 Chiefs. And um, so un- unrelated, but um, and I hate to be the person that brings this stuff up because like whenever people bring up the commercials, I always just kind of sit here and roll my eyes. But I have to ask you guys a question. Um, do you think it's weird that nowadays like that they're starting to release the Super Bowl commercials prior to the actual Stupid. Super Bowl? They've, they've been no. doing it. They've been doing it for you. Why are they doing that? Like the whole point of it being a Super Bowl commercial is it debuts during the Super Bowl. Am I wrong about that? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Mr. Cross, says, I don't know uh, if it's because of the window span, how much time they got, how many people are trying to get on to it. They're trying to get maximum views. Yeah, I think they're just trying to get maximum know. views, but like, I don't know. I think that the whole but point of being a I always look forward to commercials. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> I want I want one. I mean, there's been a couple, like last year there was one that hurt my stomach. I can't remember who it was, but there was a couple. There was a couple good ones. The Dorito one is always the, the, the classic one from years ago. Yeah. Uh, with Rita's the baby as well. Yeah. Uh, I know. Yeah. I know. Uh, it, it it always ends up being some, um, you know, uh, feel good type one. But everyone always like ends up liking the the Budweiser ones as well. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, they'll, they'll put a if, fucking dog if, or a Clydesdale in there. Lovely if they brought the Bud Bull back. You know what I mean? But we've been wanting that for decades now. Yeah, I, I just just for uh, you know, I do work for Paramount, CBS Paramount. Um, you could actually watch the Nickelodeon version with the, the slot that that could be kind of cool if you're getting bored. Yeah. I might watch that with the kids in the other room. There, there, there you go. There you go. Company plug. Company plug. Uh, there you I'll go. do that. I got um, you. Uh, who, who is, do you know who's on that broadcast? Is it anyone of significance or do they have like Nickelodeon people? I think there? Nate Burleson is definitely one because he's he's okay. associated with the Nickelodeon. One of the kids that's uh, on that show. Yeah. 
I don't know. Rob, I, I, Rob, I saw, Rob. isn't the uh, sideline reporter that does that, like some young kid? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, th- think about that, though, from that perspective, to be as young as he is, and you're a, a, essentially a sideline reporter for the Super Bowl. Like, that's that's pretty the, awesome to have on his the resume. Rock, the Rock, as of lately, has been buying um, ownership to lots of things lately. Maybe he, maybe he might make an appearance. I don't know. Hmm. Well, uh, he's, he's a competing league, isn't he? Doesn't he own the, the UFL or the USFL or something? Yeah, what something like that. Well, he, uh, he actually met Melata down at Smediro today, and Melata looked made him look a little small, but that's 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 the <laughs> that's understandable. Should have got on that stage with him yesterday. <laughs> yeah, <Chris, he's> <laughs> uh, all Now, Paul Paul had asked, uh, "Will we get a a uh, Super Bowl MVP non QB this year?" No. No. No, I think that if Mahomes. either team wins, they'll may, maybe if the Niners win, because um, Brock Purdy to me, uh, to just be a complete hater, like I think that he's carried by a bunch of yak guys like Debo Samuel, uh, CMC, Brandon Ayuk. They're all guys that can get crazy numbers uh, in yards after reception. So I could see potentially if the Niners win, we could have a CMC MVP for sure. And he's dude, he's been unbelievable. Okay, like this, this past couple seasons as long as he's been on San Fran he's been incredible I've been waiting uh, for him to break down he hasn't yeah well, I mean that a great dude he, he, he that, a t- at least one touchdown every game well like he for, doesn't that, for, miss. For, for that being said I mean there's a possibility that you know Travis could be an MVP with all the catches he makes you know what I mean and 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 I just think if the, the I'm not crazy to catches it. he's been making yeah I mean sure. just saying sure. Well, I mean, talking about crazy, speaking of crazy, uh, Kevin talks about the 49ers players that keep talking about Philadelphia at uh, Media Row. They got a weird obsession. It's border bordering on stage five clinger, Kevin said. Bordering. It's not bordering. It's already on stage five clinger. Stage like Debo talking about uh, it's not a um, it's not a uh, rival. Meanwhile, they we've blown them out. They've blown us out. We had a, some, a tight loss, and they had a tight loss as well. So it's – it's there. We uh, some people shout the filthy in Philly. They are calling them the Red Cowboys. But um, speaking of quarterbacks, you guys want to? I got some little nuggets that our own actual team in their scouting reports of each quarterback. Hmm. Would you want? Would you want to know what the Eagles actually scouting report of Mahomes is? Drop I would love to. Okay, the uh, strengths they say of. Said quarterback, uh, Patrick Mahomes, FBI. That means football intelligence, arm strength, accuracy, field vision, anticipation. He he extends plays off schedule and mobility. His weaknesses, he's got two. Uh, Could you name two weaknesses that the Eagles think he has? His brother and and his wife. (laughs) I, w- I was trying to think of an honest answer, and um, I, I really, I really don't know. Well, um, maybe against the blitz. His um, walk. They said uh, height. Height and, isn't he like six four? No, nah, he's. I think he's. Uh, they said height enforces throws. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's a pretty. Pretty accurate and strong armed campaign, personally. But what, so I mean, now we're going to go with uh, Brock Purdy, who's had a legendary season. If you're a 49ers fan, I think he's done his job. But I, I think uh, 
with all due respect, he's 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 got his team there. Uh, he's made some phenomenal plays. Football gods have been looking out as well, but they did for Nick Foles as well. So you know, we're, we're uh, big believers in as long as everybody does their job. Brock Purdy yeah. did his job, man. So the the strengths that the Eagles, this is the actual Eagles, their their breakdown of Brock Purdy. They say he's his strengths. He's smart. He's got moxie. Uh, they like his release, his timing. Uh, he throws with anticipation, touch, accuracy. They like his poise and decision-making. He's got one, two, three, four weaknesses. What, what is moxie defined as? He's got some, some grit okay. to his game. He's got some swagger. Okay. Um, his weaknesses, size, uh, top arm talent, uh, UCL. They said, uh, mm. his throws, something throws, driving, Sand. driving throws, driving throws, and dynamic scrambling. That is his weakness. Dynamic scrambling. Okay. Um, yeah, I think that, I think that, uh, Arm strength is something that I would kind of look. I, I like. I said I think that um, Brock Purdy's been carried by um, yeah, yeah, like the yak. So I think he's been doing a lot of uh, dinking and dunking this year, yeah, and it's worked. I mean, Kyle, Kyle Shanahan draws up a good offense that that is perfect for what Brock Purdy does. Um, but if he, in the event that he d- does need to go deep, I don't think that that's one of Brock's strong suits. Marissa talks about the uh, Niners getting their karma because now they're experiencing the field and hotel noise. Uh, <laughs> someone someone pulled the alarm at the 49ers hotel. And then Nick Bosa, who also hates the Black Panther, just letting you guys know that. Um, so let him know about that movie. Uh, he said in Philadelphia they were built, working on a bridge outside their hotel and it kept them up all night long. Ugh. Dude, the bozo. <laughs> I say I say that as not one of the best edge rushers in the entire NFL. Him, him and his brother are clowns, man. Speaking as a football player, I never really call guys dumb jocks, but if you were to call a guy a dumb jock, it's it's Nick Bosa. I guys, mean, it's, it's a to, it's a total pet peeve thing for me, but I, I I just hate the way he talks too. Like he's he's so nonchalant about everything. Be more chalant. He's the kind of kid like, Mom, we ran out of cereal. <laughs> like, he's, he's that dude. Anyway, um, do you want to move along to the uh, the coaches that we've added in here recently? You want, you want to talk about some coaches? Talk about our team, not the uh, 49ers or the yeah. Chiefs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, uh, we've all heard about Vic Fangio, who hey. was in the building um, a long time ago. This is when we had Gannon, uh, our own Hollis Thomas, had, was the first person to say that Vic Fangio was in the building. Alarms, alerts. Um, and saying that how they, they mentioned when they talked to him as Coach Fangio, not just Vic Fangio's here, Coach Fangio. So I think um, I think I said I, I compared um, Fangio's defense and Desai's defense as to if you want if you've seen coming to America, McDonald's and McDowell's. Uh, so we have McDowell's now. We have McDonald's now. Yeah. I mean, if you're gonna want to run the defense, better get the guy that runs the actual defense versus the uh, 
um disciple how you guys feeling about Vic Fangio um I mean I'm I'm happy it's one of those things that like it, it feels like it's a a year too late um in a literal sense I, I would have liked them last year. Uh, I would have liked to see what we're dealing with as far as Vic Fangio, um, you know, heading into this year. Um, but at least he's familiar. At least he's a guy that is familiar in the system. You know, he was just here last year in a consulting role. So I'm happy about that. I think he puts together a good defensive scheme. And to be honest with you, I the one thing I've been saying is um, I'm kind of anti uh, just youth movement for the sake of youth movement. I wanted a coordinator or two in here that actually has decades of experience, exactly like Vic Fangio. Um, I, I was sick of, because I, I kept on saying that this Eagles roster is built roster wise is built to win. Now we have the talent on this team to win now. And I feel like we were kind of um, doing ourselves a disservice and having coordinators that were essentially learning on the job. And Vic Fangio is not a guy that needs to learn on the job. He's a guy that at one point was a head coach at many points was a coordinator. Um, so I'm thinking that he'll be able to get this defense, right? Yeah. Fangio was definitely on our radar way before Desai uh, even got picked up, but you know, due to some slight coaching changes and then last minute decisions, you know I mean? That didn't go our way. And he ended up getting picked up by the dolphins. Um, a lot of comparison as of lately on, how he ran that defense compared to this defense. The only thing I could just say is Dolphins are Dolphin players and the Eagles are Eagles players. I mean, he was a mentor or, you know, helping out that year with Gannon. And I think he had a lot uh, more than just helping out involved. Um, they just weren't able to go ahead and seal the deal with keeping him long-term. Uh, but, you know, that record season that we had with that defense had a lot to do with him, I really feel. And um, so the fact that we're bringing him back as our actual defensive coordinator, I'm all about it. Uh, I'm, you're right. Ab, it's, it's a year too late. But hey, listen, I mean, it is what it is. Now we got him. Now let's, you know, ready to get back to work. And, you know, with the experience that he has, it's definitely what we need. Um, that whole going young mentality didn't work out for us. We need to kick that one off the playbook and move on to, you know, st sticking to people that, Got some wrinkles in, on their face. I'm in. Yeah, and, and that are in here knowing what the hell they're doing. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm all I, I'm all for Fangio, and I'm excited about it. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited about Fangio. At least he is a guy that was in the locker room and knows, you know, the dynamic of, uh, you know, the personnel. I think. I think. I think it's it's going to be. Uh, Bring Todd, bring Todd's comment up. I, I was going to say I, I'm confident okay. that with Vic Fangio, I'm not right going to see there. Reddick dropping into coverage on the first play. He's going to be right, right there. utilizing exactly. our players' strengths. He used exactly he utilized that he utilized Reddick when he was here. So he's going to utilize him again. Reddick is going to go ahead and eat. He's not going to eat. He's been eating. He's going to go back to just eating the way he's been eating. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering. I'm wondering if uh, if uh, Hassan's going to want to get paid first. I, I'm, I'm wondering. Wondering. Um, but uh, also bringing up uh, our, our offense coordinator. I actually spoke with. Uh, Clarence Hill, the beat writer that you see on Twitter, that sometimes you, you ruffle some feathers here. Cool guy. Clarence Hill has been a beat writer for the Cowboys for a long time. Mm -hmm. Talked about Kellen Moore. I said, I said, what do you, I mean, you know all about Kellen Moore. I was like, he's like, well, at least he's going to fix your intermediate passing. Um, he said he might not run as much as you guys like, but I think uh, with what you guys are dealing with, he, he feels like it's a good fit. But uh, Kellen Moore, he still looks like he's uh, could be in high school. 
But uh, you know, baby face. He's the he's the uh, quarterbacks coach for the Cowboys in 2018, um, 2019 to 2022. Offensive coordinator for the Cowboys uh, last year. He was the um, uh, the uh, offensive coordinator for the Chargers, and uh, now he's he's, he's definitely in the- been in some high powered offense. This is that's that's for sure. Um, I, I also I just want to throw out there too. I've already seen people complaining on Twitter. Um, surprise, surprise about um, like, oh, well, what if Kellen Moore does really well and he's going to be next in line for uh, for a coaching job? And like, can we worry about that problem when when we get to it, bro? Like, <laughs> I just want a good offensive coordinator. Oh, like, we don't need to worry about like, you know, if, if the Eagles win the Super Bowl, we got to think about another offensive coordinator. How about we do the first thing first and then we'll worry about the second. Um, right. I don't know. I think Kellen Moore. Uh, he's shown that he is, you know, effective in these offenses. The only thing that kind of is weird to me, it's similar to Eric Bieniemy in a way. And like, why isn't this guy, why does he keep on making lateral moves? Why, why isn't he getting that opportunity as a head coach? Um, it's just one thing that kind of sticks out in my mind. Cause he's so, going now his third straight offensive I, coordinator job. I, I get that, Evan. I really do. And, and I had this conversation with one of my coworkers this past week. I truthfully just don't see everybody as a coach that as a fit for a head coach, a coordinator. Indeed, like, look, I'm really surprised Washington went with Quinn. Honestly, bro, I'm really mm-hmm. surprised that Washington went with Quinn. I'm surprised that he didn't get resigned by the Cowboys. And you know, uh, I don't feel that Dan Quinn is a head coach, man. I think he's a great defensive DC. coordinator. Yeah, you know what I mean. He he he's re- he really is, and you know, got to give respect where respect is. You know, need to be given. And Cowboys did their thing as a defense. You know, hate to hate to admit it, but it's the truth. You got to. You know, and he had a lot to do with it. Um, you know, uh, besides my brother, there's other Cowboy fans that were just frustrated on his play calling that last game of the season. And you know, I don't know. There there might have been a whole lot more to it. You know, might have been upset about some things. That like we were dealing with in the locker room. I don't know, but not our problem. But now he moved on to Washington. They're all excited about it. I'm gonna tell you right now. I just I wouldn't be surprised if they just keep going down the road that they've been going, and that's just having that awful season because he's just not fit to be a head coach. And I've and I just feel like you know somebody like Moore and Eric. I don't know. I I, I don't know the whole story behind Eric Eric B's part, but. Uh, more I, I don't know i think i think he's good as an oc and that's where he needs to stick at same thing with with, with staley you really feel like he could be a head coach honestly I yeah i don't know I, th- I, th- I think he's a good secondary coach but i don't know that's, about as a head coach I, I, and it's just a question i'm asking you know what i mean yeah. like hey if he gets offered he gets offered but you know when it, when he gets exposed don't be surprised you know where where like i said he just is more of a fit as a coordinator than than an actual head coach I mean, so uh same, same thing for Kingsbury. I mean, like, look, uh, you know, another one that had a head coaching job position, but you know, the guy's killing it as a as a coordinator. I mean, it's a musical chair as a husband too. I'm not sure if you saw his wife. Because <laughs> a lot of these guys are like, you know, uh uh Kellen Moore, he's he's on to the uh, Eagles now as offensive coordinator. Bian Bian off to his third team. Now we have we have Brian Johnson who's off to the commanders. Under the same similar role. I first of all, I absolutely love how that played out because, like, I mean, we were sitting here a couple weeks ago, just 
baffled that there was people that were saying that that Brian Johnson was getting head coaching interviews. I'm like, who the hell was watching the Eagles this year and said, you know what, that's that's the guy I want as the head coach of my team. And so uh, for him to not even land, like, I'm not trying to talk shit on the man, you know. Yeah. But for, but for him to go from I'm getting head coaching interviews to like not even a coordinator, I was kind of sitting there like, yeah, that's kind of what his job should be. He should have got his emotion, not a promotion. Well, I mean, he's an offensive coordinator, right? With the cam- commanders, right? I thought he was. I thought he wasn't offensive coordinator. I thought he was like a pa- passing game coordinator or something like that. Is he? I m- I might be wrong, but I didn't think he got OC. Um. Make sure I got that right. Um, hired prominent off staff role. Yeah, that's not OC. Yeah, we'll see. Um, that's interesting. Uh, I, I just think, um, I, I but I do feel like a lot of the players are like, yo, he got scapegoated, and I feel like that's that's gonna burn in some of these players' hearts when shit went down and like he got the bad end did of the he, stick. Did he get scapegoated though? I mean, that's what that's what that's what some people are saying. That's fair. I mean, every, everyone's entitled to their opinion, but the way that I kind of look at it is like we had an offense that uh, was on a roll and we were being carried by talent. And then eventually we got found out and there was zero adjustments made. And we just kind of banged our head heads up against the wall for a month and a half on the back end of the season. And to me, that's that somewhat falls on him, too. So, yeah, I just feel like if... what you said about Callum Moore has me. A little uneasy though. It's talking about like I'm, I'm excited for Calamore, but you saying that um, Clarence Hill saying that we're not going to run as much as we want, dude. Can, can we just get like can we utilize our strengths here? We got a good offensive line. We got a good running back. Might have, use them. We might have a some more run the ball signs this year. I, I can yeah, forecast just, that. Let's, let's just let's just get there, man. That's all. <laughs> but I, but I'm wondering like you know we got DeAndre Swift out there on the bubble. If he, he comes back or not, will he play an offense where the, the, the focus on the run isn't as heavy when he's trying to, you know, get another paycheck out there. But we'll see. It'll be interesting. But um, other guys that were brought in, uh, you know, well, just talk in general, this is the, what, fourth offense that uh, Jalen Hurts has played in. I, I just want to address Pete's comment here. I think Justin Herbert is one of the biggest frauds in the league. I just got to be real. Madonna. I think he is a frenzy fraud he puts up big numbers because he's got guys like mike williams and and Keenan and allen and so yeah he's got big re- receiver targets to throw to i think he he completely folds under pressure man yeah. i would not want him to be my quarterback but put it this way pete pete you're justin and i'm Kellen Moore. that's like me coming to you and telling you now how to cook you ain't gonna <laughs> want to hear it you know what i mean so that that that's how it is all right <laughs> that's how it is i wouldn't i wouldn't call herbert a frog that that I wouldn't. Would you? Where, where would you rank him as far as? Uh, I think he's a good quarterback. Top 10 QB in the league. Yeah, yeah. I will. I just would. I just think. Again, I think that clutch gene is, clutch gene is real, but he ain't got it. Some players have it. Some play, players don't. Would you rather have Justin Herbert or Brock Purdy as your quarterback? Uh, that's a tough one. I, I, <laughs> to be I, honest with you, that's a tough one. I take Herbert over Purdy. Uh, yeah. Like like uh, Herbert has a bigger arm. I think he can get the ball downfield better, but I think decision making wise, I think I would take Purdy. I mean, Purdy's got a he's got a phenomenal system around him and a better offensive coordinator. I think he, my thing is that you put a quarterback in a situation where 
it's a volatile situation offensive coordinator wise. If you put him in that system, it's not just on the player's talents is what, what the offensive coordinators call for. You. So I think um, if you gave Shanahan Herbert, I think you'd see, you'd see a different beast. Fair, fair. Uh, so talking about quarterbacks, our new QB coach, uh, Doug Nussmeyer. Uh, he's, he's had a, he's had a, he's got a resume there. Dang. He's got a resume there. Uh, last two gigs. Uh, he was a quarterback's coach. Chargers as of late, uh, QB's coach in Cowboys in 20, 2020 to 2022. He was a tight ends coach for the Cowboys 2018 to 2019. He uh, had a little run with college for a bit. He was Alabama in, uh, uh, let's see, 2012 to 2013 as offensive coordinator. Michigan offensive coordinator, QB's coach. Florida 2015 to 2017. He's got, he's got a resume. Um, but Jalen's got a new uh, QB coach. Yeah. Um, what's your guys' thoughts on I, – I mean, I don't know much about him. You just listed off the, the resume. I don't know much about him, but what's your guys' thoughts on overall just the constant turnover within the coaching staff year after year? Do you think that we are kind of stunting Jalen Hurts or anybody on this team as far as development with not, being, not having a, a – consistent coaching staff from year to year it um, i mean it's hard when it, i mean isn't this something that we kind of like worry about when we have the good years that we have that you know like you said some of these coordinators or some of these coaches get offered a higher position and you know you got to respect that so it's like what do you what do you want do you want do you want to go ahead and and have that great year, but knowing you're not, you're going to probably end up losing that coaching staff the next season, or do you want to have a terrible year just so you can go ahead and keep that guy around? I mean, it's, it's, that's, that's just where we're at. Yeah. Um, I, I, first of all, I, I just got to say right here, David Bergner with just the, the pull of, of a lifetime comparing Herbert to Bobby Abreu, <laughs> the Bobby Abreu of football. Yo, he won that home run derby though. He set he set that record in the home run derby. <laughs> Mr. Cross says uh, Herbert lost eighty percent of his offense due to injury. Of course, he wouldn't look good throwing the guys off the street. I think everybody's just trying to have this conversation with Pete because Pete's the only one, uh, you know, <laughs> negative that, one. Like Pete, it's it's February. <laughs> Dog, come on, <laughs> let's let's have let's have some faith. Hey man, we wanted fresh new ideas. We're gonna get it. So, I mean, I, I like that. Um, Pete, at the very least, is Kellen Moore a step up from Brian Johnson? That's that's what we should compare it to. And I think it is. So, uh, Well, going to the defensive side of the ball, uh, we have Clint Hurt, um, who's got the Seattle ties. Um, he's got a uh, little resume. Uh, he was FIU in 2005 as defensive line coach. Then he uh, hit Miami for three years. Louisville. Um, and then went to the Chicago Bears in 2014 as assistant defensive line coach, outside linebackers coach with the Bears from 2015 to 2016. Uh, and then he was Seattle Seahawks assistant head coach and defensive line coach. Um, and then he was the defensive coordinator with the Seahawks 2022 to 2023. Um, he was uh, part of that defense that stopped the Eagles. Uh, interesting. 
And at, the, and at the very least, I'm not sure if you saw the the full body shot of Clint Hurt, but in the event that someone goes down, I think we could plug and play with, with Clint Hurt. <laughs> or if uh, McDonald's needed a grimace standing, <laughs> you're doing them, you're doing them dirty. <laughs> we wide body man. I thought I thought Hollis was wide, but I think Clint Clint got him beat. Um, shout out to Hollis who is uh, out on uh, media row at the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So he's walking around with his, his shades, getting his uh, flowers thrown out. I like that. Get, getting the sexy on. Yeah. That's he would say. Uh, Christian Parker, a defensive backs coach um, from the Broncos. Um, his his resume here, let's see what this excites. Uh, he, was in, he coached with college for a bit. He was a defensive backs coach um, with Virginia State, Norfolk State. He was a defensive analyst with Notre Dame in 2017, defensive analyst with Texas A&M. Uh, he was the Green Bay Packers defense and quality control coach 2019 to 2020, and then Denver Broncos defensive backs coach from 2021 to 2023. You got you guys noticing anything interesting about that? I mean, uh, there have been some some cool. trades, some trade proposals I've seen out on the timeline, and uh, I have to get it the defensive backs coach from denver and this guy that keeps on getting linked to the eagles uh pete's been sending that... me pete's been sending me patrick's return to it trades for like last couple hours of course he has <laughs> i was like why my, my thing is why do they want to get rid of patrick Sertan? yeah i'm They're... all about the ps2 trade you know what i mean but the fact that he mentioned reddick being involved being involved yeah, well, in you'd have trade. to give up man like a first end reddick and more like man we also have uh Joe Casper uh he was recently with uh, Miami but he 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 was with the Eagles um let's see recently uh, 2021 2022 defensive quality control coach he was a safety coach last year with the Dolphins with Fangio um and before that you know he, he had some stints as uh, player personnel and development assistance defensive backs coach um, so I think, uh, if you're looking at the flavors here, there's, there's a lot of, uh, uh, Fangio Fangio's picking his, 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 his crew. I, which is I, I don't want it to be overlooked too, that blanket chip to some goes by ghost and we just got Casper as the safety's head coach. So, <laughs> Hey, what, what, what if we brought Justin Simmons in? Does it, does he have a play on his name that involves spirits? No. Okay. <laughs> no. Uh, so the, the last but not least, but, uh, Bobby King, which was recently picked up inside linebackers coach. Um, he's got experience. There's a little cowboy stink on some of these coaches, but you know, uh, <laughs> he's a Cowboys assistant linebackers coach. Uh, most recently, if we're going to, he was with the Texans for, uh, the last three or four years, um, as a linebackers coach. Um, and then, uh, he was defensive line coach with, Texans 2021 and 2022 he through 2023 he was with the Titans as the inside linebackers coach so we talked about all these coaches need to go and we have a lot of new coaches in the building I mean are you feeling what they're cooking right now no I gotta I gotta, I gotta I gotta see <laughs> I gotta see what this roster is gonna look like in a few months I mean I'm gonna have a better feeling about this team come May after the draft um, but I mean, Gail, I, with me and prime, I'm not sure if you've talked to prime, but 
haven't talked to you much since your your trip down to the senior bowl man what any any insights to uh share uh senior bowl was awesome man it was we had a good time we um this the whole randomness had of the a, senior had bowl a shit ton of crawfish oh crawfish was amazing yeah. spices were were on fire okay. like my thing is like if you guys go to the senior bowl it's more about the food than actual being down there mm-hmm. the f- food is almost as bad as as good as the senior bowl uh, but the opportunities you get to meet all these people in the industry, it's like the out of all the events, I think it's it's a laid back atmosphere where you're, you're at the bar and Ian Rappaport is like right next to you. And you're like, hey, uh, yeah, you got any, hey, Ian, you got any tips for me or you know, um, all the newsbreakers all know in the same bar at the same time. It's very rare. Um, do you ever do you ever get tempted? Like they put their phone down on the bar or something like that, and you just like tweet out some crazy shit from their account, like Jalen Hurts just got traded. Fucking rap sheet official. I just I just be listening. I I definitely be listening. Yeah. Uh, we we ran into uh, some people's favorite wide receiver. To 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 is a star out there. Um, shout out to Tim, man. Tim was holding down. Got some of his first interviews. The nice. f- getting interviews is probably the most difficult thing. They got they have like. 300 media members lined up. They give you 10 minutes and then they put the players on the field and they put you all from the 30 yard line to the goal line. And you can't get past certain, they have like state troopers blocking you. So everyone's fighting for interviews. So last year, I remember some of your favorites, uh, Tajay Spears, I believe was, was Mm -hmm. one of your favorites. Um, Sydney, Sydney Brown, Sydney Brown. Um, Who sticks out to you this year? I, I looked at specifically – I was looking at the wide receivers. I think our wide receiver three is down there. Um, Lab McConkey from Georgia was tremendous. Ricky Pierceau from Florida, uh, also tremendous. Um, Quinion Mitchell, first-round potential corner. Wow, Rack Toledo. right as soon as you said it. Yeah, uh, Quinion Mitchell has made a lot of money down there. Uh, Roman Wilson from uh, the um, – Michigan Wolverines also couldn't be covered. They're the one guy that was a you know small school standout running back from New Hampshire, Dylan Lobby. You're talking about New Hampshire. Uh, he couldn't be covered. He's like uh, the next Danny Woodhead meets Brian Westbrook. I'm not gonna say he's Brian Westbrook, but light uh, version. You're, you're saying Danny Woodhead for a reason. Those so, skill. He, he can. He was beating cornerbacks in uh, space. Okay. No, no linebackers could cover him. Uh, USC running back from um, Marshawn Lloyd from Wilmington, Delaware. Uh, he was he was awesome. He was a great interview. And then um, so- SoCal or uh, South Carolina? Yeah, he he was he he went he played at South Carolina, transferred to USC last year. So he played and, both USC's. What a guy. yeah! And all all those guys spoke with the Eagles. Um, and then Tyler Guyton, the guy who uh, was mocked to the Eagles. Yep. And yep. Daniel Jeremiah's first mock, he he said that Lane Johnson is his uh, his mentor. Wow! So he says he talks to him on the phone all the time, and it's interesting. I, I know I know people are like, "Don't mock us another lineman in the first round ever again." But there's a lot of uh, a lot of talent. I, I gotta I gotta be honest. I'm I'm looking at just kind of Lane Johnson and all that, and I think that a tackle wouldn't be the worst thing. Yeah, it's, first it's, round probably, it's probably that time. Yeah. It's probably that time. 
Um, but while we're on the topic of Lane Johnson, um, just your guys' thoughts on the core four. Who do you think comes back? Core four? Uh, it's it's. I mean, some of the talk with uh, Fletcher Cox, it just seems like he might be, be he might potentially be done. Yeah. It's just kind of. Yeah, I think I think he's more done than you know Kelsey. Um, I think Kelsey and Graham are probably going to come back. I think. Uh, I think Johnson's Fletcher's definitely back. coming back. Mm. Um, you don't think? Yeah, Lane Johnson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, he's oh, yeah. Lane still got a couple more years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just, I definitely think uh, there's this guy JPJ from Oregon, uh, Jackson Power Johnson, 334 pounds, play center and guard. Like, that's what your guard should look like: 334 pounds. Yeah. Versus Cam at 301, who got beat up this year. I think. Uh, it's it's funny to see uh, Kool Aid being mocked so high, just because I've been seeing his name, just because it's his name, um, for for years now. And um, for, I remember like when he first popped onto the scene, people were sharing him because his name is Kool Aid. Like that's that's something that's like you know kind of you raise an eye to. And uh, now he's getting mocked like top fifteen. So he's a player, man. And I can't I can't tell you who told me this, but very prominent in laying the land of the draft boards. You know, he knows the lay of the draft. He 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 told us that Kool-Aid couldn't run. Can't run. Wow. Yeah, he's not he, he he can't run the way that he could he could run through walls though. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was I was like, what's that supposed to mean? He's like, oh you didn't hear it from me. Uh but where I got it from is was pretty and then uh I also asked about uh um, Nate, Wig- Nate Wiggins from Clemson. If we're trying to go cornerback, um, shout out to Mark. He was giving me the Oregon guys. He gave me the lay of the lands of some of the guys that he liked. And then uh, on my plane was the guy he was texting me about. And I said, What does Evan Williams look like from Oregon? He's like, He is on my plane. He's sitting right in front of me. That's strong for the Evan branch. I love that. You know, safety is, is a thing, you know. Cooper to Gene, the unicorn, the say. unicorn, the next. You got, have, have you guys horn? have you guys watched them yet? Uh, minimal, not much. Yeah, it's weird. Not ready. Not ready. Not ready yet. What? When, <laughs> when are we doing the first mock? Is that next show? Is that? Uh... I think I need some time. Yeah. Fair. I, I think I, I definitely. Uh, Man, there's some. What y'all fucking mocked? <laughs> There's there's some there's definitely some talent. I think the Eagles can fix a lot of things. I think they can get their wide receiver three, maybe get a running back of the future. Let Pete run the first mock. We'll see. We'll see about that. Wait, um, what, what time does day two start on Friday? Because I know the first day is what seven eight o'clock, right? Of the draft. Yeah. First day is Thursday. Yeah, first day is Thursday. It starts at like seven, eight o'clock. I'm saying, what time does Friday? Friday I think I think it starts seven? the same time on Friday, and yeah. then it goes to an earlier time on Saturday. So I'm a nine to five guy now, so My don't bad. got don't got to worry about the PTO you, on that you, one. You change your hours, Evan. Evan. Yeah, Evan I'm is a nine a new to five guy. guy now. I'm a new man. Evan is a new guy right now. Yep. As as since when? Week. Like this week. Well, that's huge. Huge. And now huge. he's like he's trying to quit on the live stream. Yeah, I know. I still hate it. But <laughs> just so you guys didn't know, breaking news, two week notice. Bam. Uh Mr. Nady, the most well traveled Eagle fan 
in the country. He says, uh, are you guys coming to the draft? I'd like to think so. Primo? That? In that, that, I'm, that I'm in uh, I'm, I'm in for. Is it New Orleans? Where's it at? Detroit. Detroit Deep dish Detroit? pizza? Wow. Back to checkers? Uh, wow. Road trip? Wow. I could be down. I could be down. Shout out to the uh, the one cowboy fan in the in the, in the comments. You know, pre well, hey, even though you're on the opposite side of the field, you're here representing. You're here, so we appreciate you here. Dallas owns <laughs> the Sheagles. <laughs> what what, what, hey, what we, are you, what we, are you we, doing we, this Sunday? You, you we, doing the same shit we're doing? Yeah, we split this year. I don't want to talk about. We split the year before yeah. that, so uh, it is what it is. Wow. I was uh, Todd. I wish you best of luck in your next endeavor, my man. See, oh shit, Todd! Shout out to Todd! Shout out to Todd, man, because he's been. If it wasn't for Todd, yeah, Todd's been holding it down and looking us out, man. Appreciate Todd. I have not. I wouldn't be staying in the most luxurious hotels. <laughs> was for Todd. Shout out to Todd. Big time. Um, I sent him a uh, a John hoodie. He's gonna be repping repping the brand. Love that. Um, so I mean, uh, any Ev, were you watching the Super Bowl? Um, I don't know. I got to go into work the next day early, so I'm probably not gonna get too crazy. But <laughs> what's what's early? Nine to five? Not well. I dude, I live an hour away from the office. I, bro. I don't care what's early, man. I got okay, eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. I would love to go to work at eight o'clock. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, what are you doing today, Prime? You, you you Friday's off. That must be nice. I'm watching the Super Bowl and I have to go to work early the next day. Early, early. Well, like, I'm talking about like I'm not early. like I'm not going crazy, is what I'm saying. Fuck like I'm gonna guys. watch the game for obviously. another three hours and he thought about I'm going to the work early. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. I actually got a question uh, from someone I know that asked me, are we tailgating the Super Bowl? <laughs> I, like, I, I want you we're to not, go get your, your brains checked, pal. Breaking news. We're not in it. No, <laughs> yeah, not. yeah not, not, not doing that. Not doing that. Um, so I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm have, this is weird because I have not made any plans for Super Bowl. No? Pete, that's where the, Pete, that's where the draft is at. Detroit, man. All right. Mom spaghetti. Mom spaghetti. You know? Um, yeah, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting weekend. Um, regardless, I, go Chiefs, I guess, man. You know. <laughs> go Chiefs. I hate I hate the Niners, bro. I hate them so much. Yeah, I, I do too, bro. I mean, that's if I Listen, if I was able to go ahead and just go to sleep on Sunday and wake up on Monday and whoever's the winner is the winner, that's what it is, man. That's just Yeah. Um, oh, 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 before we get out of here, we need to talk about something. Oh, While we're on the topic of Detroit. Guys, what the fuck happened in that NFC championship game? <sighs> talk about a collapse. Oh my God. Can that city can't go through any through any more heartache, dude. Jesus Christ. I, I kept thinking about that guy, that, that fan we met out there. Not the one that we interviewed, but the other fan that was out. That lived in West Virginia. Well, he said he, he's been to like 40 games and he only seen like five wins. Yeah. And so I was like, he was, this dude was riding high. He must have been riding. To dude, he lived I, I in mean, West Virginia. I, I, literally, I literally was just thinking about Detroit, period, man. Because I mean, like, yeah, especially like my man that we met at Home Depot that day. 
And just like, you know, the hospitality they showed us when we went to the tailgate, um, you know, I, I kept it 100 with the dude. And I was like, look, that day I was like, I'm not a fan. But after today, I'm a, I'm rooting for y'all, man. I'm rooting for y'all to do y'all thing because, you know, I mean, I, even though I'm not really a Campbell fan, but, you know, he, he he's putting things together. And he did. And it's a shame, man. I, they had a great game plan. And they just, ah, oh, man, they just fell that apart, man, away, bro. That, that was crazy. Because nah, we got, I got, I got at Senior Bowl two years ago. We got a chance to like literally hang with the Lions coaching staff, and it was like one of the former teammates from the Cowboys. We met at a hotel. And we ended up hanging out with him, and then we went to the Senior Bowl with him, and then he brought us down to the field. And it was like, and then later on, we were playing pool with the coaches at the this other bar, and you you got to see exactly what that coaching staff did like even on the practices it was super crazy at the end he made this very competitive everybody was fired up all the players and i saw the other practice which was way different which was coached by the jets totally different vibe but what campbell brought is a level of energy and you know people were asking about you know at the very end him going i said whatever uh campbell did um that other lions coaches haven't done for the last 30 years you have to respect what he's brought to the table to get them there because they haven't been there. He's brought them the farthest that they ever been. So he's obviously done something. And again, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't back off of his decision when they asked him about it. So back on for it. That was dumb as hell, <laughs> dude. I would. I would have. Sirianni's head would have been on a spear. Yeah, what that fucking happened? Yeah, they definitely would have been calling for that dude's head. <laughs> I, w- I would have been standing outside with those guys outside of Novacare with the trash yeah. cans. Yeah, I think everybody would have, man. <laughs> yeah, had a trash can for every part of the body. <laughs> yeah. uh, before we get out of here, big shout out to Philly Sports Trips again. Make sure you go check them out. They're, uh, they're promoing their Brazil trip. Yes, I said Brazil. Yeah, they're right now doing their thing too. Yeah, Philly Sports Trips. Uh, and also, True Fan Travel. Shout out to uh concha hawk and italian bakery for all you do yeah shout out to uh bud light for uh holding it down for all these years at our tailgates uh shout out to you guys and shout out to red bull for always giving us swings uh last last word before we get out here ev um yeah man it's it's it was an interesting year to say the least um the eagles they we had all the hope in the world uh going into December and then um you know things fell apart that type of things happen uh you know it, it the eagles weren't the only one that collapsed i just talked about detroit they they had their own collapse there's a, there's only two teams that can compete in the super bowl and um if we're being completely honest like i think the best two teams made it um so wow. uh talk about growth Hey, it is what it is, man. I, I think that both – you can make the argument that Baltimore had a better year than uh, than the Chiefs, but ultimately I just think that it's the Pat Mahomes factor, man. Like any time – as long as Pat Mahomes and Andy are still in Kansas City, that's going to be a team to beat in the AFC. So um, – and the, the Niners, they they never really missed a beat all year long. So I, I, I'm rooting for the Chiefs, but I really do think it's going to be a close game, and I – do see a possibility where the Niners could potentially win it. I would hate it, but it's. I think that's going to be a good game. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll we'll see you guys on the other side. 
Last word, Primo. Hey, listen, one more game and then it's back to reality. Um, so, you know, I'm just looking forward to Sunday hurrying up, getting here and being over with. Um, at this point, it is what it is. May the best team win. You know, I mean, congratulations to both uh, organizations, to the fan, um, to the fans, you know, what I mean, that stuck it out with them, to the fake ass fans that, you know, what I mean, decided to show up all of a sudden because their teams are in the playoffs now or because they're in the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, what I mean, whatever. Um, but you know, come Monday, it's a whole new, uh, whole new year. So, you know, I mean, it's back to work for us. And uh, that's the part I'm really looking forward to. So, you know, I mean, be safe this Sunday, get your sleeping. Cause you know, for those that have to go into work early on Monday, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. good luck good luck to everybody in their football pools and their bets and all that stuff and you know what i mean make sure y'all get some good grubbing because i know i'm 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 looking forward to that part so. don't drink and drive yeah that no. too uh no. hey, hey Ev, i gotta get up at 5 30 to drive to new york city Dude, this guy. Why? Fuck that shit, bro. <laughs> this, this guy's talking about waking you up know early. What? Fuck your, I have to go to work early. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not discrediting what you're doing. I'm. I'm. I'm saying that fucking sucks. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Waking up at five o'clock in the morning. I don't I gotta, know myself. I gotta stay in a hotel. Stare at the wall for a minute. Good times. But uh, I want to give a shout out to all the people in the comments again. Shout out to all you people that showed up to tailgates. Shout out to all you guys that book trips to Philly sports trips. Shout out to all you guys that just stay supporting and commenting and being a part of uh, what we're doing over here. Um, Shout out, Buddy Heald. Welcome to Philly. Let's go, Buddy Heald. Hey, I'll I'll be. I'll let you know that I uh, trade for Buddy Heald in my NBA 2K franchise last year. Is he is he lethal lethal with the three in NBA? Oh, that's why I brought him. I'm 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 for you know. Sign me up. Sign me up. Uh, but shout out to shout out to the Eagles. But shout out to uh, I'm gonna shout out to the Chiefs. Get it done for Uncle Andy. Yeah. Let him retire. Send him off so they don't they don't keep winning Super Bowls. Please. And, and uh, we'll just make that deal. 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 Go Birds. We'll Go see you guys birds. in the next one.